You find anything? You look tired. I don't feel tired. How do you feel? You okay? I'm frustrated. I haven't found anything useful, but what I haven't found is interesting. That almost made sense. It's like Sense was standing there at the door trying to get in, and then nonsense rushed him and was like, bro, what are you doing here? Get out. <laughs> I kind of belong here. Are you high? No, but you know what? Wow, that's wild you said that. Because I was thinking about weed all day today. Like, I've been evergreen for like two whole ass weeks and haven't been taking advantage of no evergreen. What am I doing? You haven't stopped moving. I guess I'm excited. Not excited, exactly. Eager. Hopeful, maybe? About what? Shout out to Essex Beta, Pokemon the God, Drano 1976, and Shotty Lickham for the trim threads today. Mother God. Just giving screen to some helpful individuals. They all set me on some interesting paths today. You need to detox. I just told you I'm not Not high. from weed, Shane. You've been diving all day. So? It's like when you spend all day watching porn. I knew I'd regret telling you that. Distorts reality. Do you hear yourself using words right now? You're cue drunk. I'm just being grateful, not taking anything for granted. But I am hungry. You feel like some seagull's crunchy donuts? Shane! Yeah? What's up? Did you... What? Did you just product place? Are you placing products? Serendipity. What? I happen to be hungry. Seagulls happen to cut a check. One need not interfere with the other if the desire is genuine. I genuinely could go for some delicious homemade crunchy fare, and Seagulls is well known for their quality and price for the last 10 years in our community. Being green won't keep you from contracting an STD. Why would you... Because all of this reckless whoring you are engaged in, would you like to tell Dynamo 3000 and spit it, lick it, how many endorsements you are now under contract for? That seems crass. There are some things we should talk about when we aren't drifting. Such as? Establishing new parameters. That sounds like a fancy way of saying make less money. Shane, you said that there are people looking for us, right? Does it seem smart to leave that kind of breadcrumbs you're leaving if we don't want people to find us? It's all cryptocurrent. Shouldn't be an issue. Smart, dumb. Can I tell you how my smart, dumb found out some solid, previously undisclosed information? What? You were disrespectful to the homies, but the threads they put me on led me to a promising dead end. Funny you should say that. Why? Keep going. So, I checked out staff records for the Pathways Initiative, see how they've changed over the years. Since Estrom is still involved, I figured he might still be involved, but under an alias. So I cross-referenced who is still there that was there then. No one. Not one person other than Estrom. Once she got promoted to director, the board dissolved and the staff was cut in half. The replacement rate over the last three years has been crazy. People typically don't last more than a year. Okay. So then I thought, well, who was on that board? But nobody since the beginning. But on their financial disclosure forms, there was an investment company that maintained a stake throughout. The Cassandra Group. The priestess of Apollo, cursed with the prophetic vision that would never be believed. Hmm. Didn't expect you to have that in your pocket. Is it this company? Could you do me a favor? What? Could you not use his name? Why? No one can hear it. That's the problem. It creates unnecessary confusion. People think their note is dropping out or it's volume fluctuations. Plus, Tallman is tagged to our feet. Is it so the Tallman's company? The. 
I mean, I guess that's a personal choice. Shane, I swear on everything. No, no, it's not his company. It's no one's company. It doesn't have any employees and it's never invested in anything else. The dead end. No. It did make two charitable contributions, both in the same year. One of them was to the Democratic nominee of the 2020 presidential election. They were political. Hard to call someone political after one donation. But it was the only one, right? Ever? Yeah. Company records go back to 1990. No other investments and just the two donations. What was the other one? To an individual citizen. A guy named Bernie Lee Timms. Who's that? He is a dead end. He doesn't exist. Why are you excited right now? Because the people that you disrespected earlier by getting their names wrong on purpose, they put me on to something really interesting. Really interesting. So interesting. Okay, interest me. Bernie Lee Timms is a word scramble of sorts for Tim Berners-Lee. Oh. Yes. Oh, the inventor of the internet. No. No? No. What do you mean, no? He didn't invent the internet. What are you talking about? You know who Cassandra is off the rip, but you don't know Tim Berners-Lee? You didn't just cue it? Do it now. Right now. What are you doing? I'm cueing it. Why is it taking so long? It's us, probably. We actually slow down the cue. Oh. You see it now? No more mysteries? He invented the World Wide Web. Yes. But the uninformed, such as yourself, often think that that's the same thing, and it isn't. It's not the same. No. Okay. So, still interesting. Yes, very. And there's no information on Bernie Lee Timms outside of him receiving this donation in 2020. None. I can't even get a good disclosure on the amount. But there's a growing number of people who think this guy is tall man. Let's listen to a letter. Wait, you said you, what did you say? That what you haven't found is interesting or some such? Yes. So what did you not find? I'll tell you later. Letter first. Why? Because after what you just told me and how the letter seemed to... know what we need in the moment, I want to hear it first, and then think about it, and then tell you. You know what's really crazy? What? That made perfect sense. Thank you. No, no, no. Thank you. It's a letter from your dad. I'll read it. Okay. I've been thinking a lot about how to approach this. Jude, Shane, I'm watching the two of you right now have an intense conversation about Star Wars. This has been brewing. May the 4th was last week, and The Rise of Skywalker dropped on Disney+. Plus. We didn't go see it in the theaters, so when I put it on, I thought it would be this amazing opportunity for us to all shelter around something that we love. It would be a serious understatement to say that I was wrong. Shane, you were really quiet afterwards. You seemed, I don't know, affected? But I couldn't tell if it was because this chapter was ending or if you just didn't like the movie. Jude, you were happy. You thought it did what it set out to do and felt good about it. The Morgan kids, Harrison wasn't really watching. He was doing his assigned reading while catching glances in between verses. The Bible. Helen makes him read 50 pages a day. Randy, I didn't see her blink once, but after it was over, she turned her attention over to the ESPN app, digesting commentary about the Chicago Bulls documentary. First time I've seen her excited in months is when she talks about the finale coming up on Sunday. I figured everyone felt fairly apathetic towards it and moved on. Things escalated quickly, maybe because there isn't a lot of competition for your attention. As you're arguing, I'm moved by the mundanity of it all. 
I'm as passionate about Star Wars as either of you, but I can't bring myself to care at the moment. I struggle on a daily basis about what I should be prioritizing with you, how I should be using this time we have with one another. I don't know if it's the right choice, but I've decided, I think, to be honest about this moment. Today, a man named Rick Bright testified before Congress. He used to be in charge of an important part of the government that spearheaded the pandemic response. He was reassigned recently. He's testifying today as a whistleblower, a term that's come up quite a bit over the last year or so. He claims that the administration didn't take him seriously when he was in his former position about the potential impact of the virus. He's saying that he was removed because he urged that funds should be prioritized for treatments that have been vetted versus those that have not. He basically said, winter is coming. By his side was a man named Mike Bowen. He runs a company that makes N95 masks, the top of the line ones, the ones people on the front line wear. He told the committee that he voted for the president, but as he sat there, he was embarrassed to be a Republican. So as my two boys are making me proud by standing tall in their convictions about something we all care about, well, you two and me, I can't help but think about my best friend who has entrusted me with his children, who is a thousand miles away. Bright said that N95 masks that many nurses and doctors and clinicians are wearing are only 30% effective in comparison to the ones that they should be wearing. This born guy didn't disagree. If this is true, then it's like parachuting every day with a frayed cord. Apparently all because the president thought it would help him win re-election somehow. I've come to believe these people are capable of anything. But is Roderick out there saving people, risking himself, rationing his PPE, and being lied to on top of it all about the risk he's taking? Could that be true? What I'm angry about, but proudest of, is that even if it is true, it wouldn't make a difference. Not to him, not to any of them. They were drafted into this war, but there are so many unforeseen combatants. The Wisconsin Supreme Court nullified the governor's shelter-in-place order. One of the justices compared the mandate to remain home to the Japanese internment camps of World War II. The Republican legislature has no alternative plan, even though they brought the case. They requested the court give them a week to put a plan together. The court declined that request and neutered the governor's order immediately. Within hours, the bars in Madison, Milwaukee, and Green Bay were packed. The scientists are begging for a more cautious approach, but summer approaches with more questions than answers, and impatience is making our decisions for us. Enemies surround you, my friend, and I don't know how to help, except to say that from this day until forever, I will do what I can to keep your children safe, to make good on whatever they need. When the last dance concludes this Sunday, I'll be right there with your little girl, giving her the context of that mythical era called 1998 that she wishes you were there to provide. I will be there for Harrison during this confusing time and answer any questions a heretic like me can muster as he finds himself. And Helen, I will give her the space to heal so that when she is ready, her beautiful children are prepared to receive her in all her glory. I will be here for all of you, always. And Shane, you were right. It was trash. Was that last part really there? It was. Do you remember the argument? I do. Like it was yesterday. To this day, I judge someone irrevocably if they tell me that they like that movie. It's weird how moving it was to hear him say he agreed with me. Like it makes us closer after the fact. 
The question is, do you remember it? No. The documentary he was talking about? No, nothing. Did you get what you wanted from the letter? I think so, but... You want to process? Yes. The parallels, though, it was an election year. Our elections are coming up. That's not Providence. It's just math. Every four years. It's been 19, so, yeah. You're right. Wow. My dad, now you? I don't believe this. What should I do with all this acknowledgement of my skillful mind? Quit while you're ahead.